Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfy Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and The Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Hey, good morning. How are you? I am feeling great. I think you hear my kettle boiling in the background. That's okay. <laughs> I'll have to kick my compressor on. Some things just technology can be fun, even when it isn't, if that makes any sense. So I hope everybody's doing good this morning. I am feeling really good on a Friday. Yes, uh, I'm going to start the show solo. Mr. Beaver will join shortly. Uh, while he's on the road, so he's going to be on his phone joining from parts unknown, somewhere between King K-Town and Ottawa on the uh, 401 to the 416 while he is on a bus. And I am uh, enjoying a great cup of coffee this morning. So, yes, we would like to start off the day as we always do by, oh, there he is. Let's see. Let's see, let's see if, he can, if we can hear him. If we can hear him well, and he can start the show for us. Good day, sir. There. Hey, yeah, you're audible and there's not a lot of background noise, so that's pretty good. Oh, fantastic. All right. This is an experiment. The LED for Morning Show first. Hello, kids, and welcome to season three and episode number 310 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here. 314. Oh, sorry. 314. 314. Sorry. The Daily Beaver Morning Show here on Viper. Yeah, it, it's working. I'm surprised like that there's like almost no background noise. Now your voice isn't as, as strong as it normally is. You know, you're just on earbuds, but there's no background noise. So that's pretty good. I'm on a mega bus, so I actually went upstairs in front of the bus. So there's far away from the after down the road. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely helps. Thank you. And, well, and you get a good view too up there, don't you, dude? You know, I've never been on one. Oh, it's gorgeous. Take a look. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and it's it's going to be very mild today too. Plus seven is the high here in in Canada's capital. I don't know what it was in Kingston. I didn't check, but I think it was ten in Toronto yesterday. Old man winter's been taking a beating this year. Indeed, we haven't had much of one at all. No, we've had I think two significant snowfalls one at the beginning of december one just 
after Christmas, if memory serves, like literally two significant snowfalls. And again, not even that significant, 10, 15 centimeters. That's not, no, uh, we had, we literally had, I think three days where it was minus 25 to minus 28, three. Sometimes we'll get three weeks of that. Yeah. 16 degrees today in Windsor. 15. Oh, wow. 13 in Toronto, 15 where Linda is, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, Linda, Southern, Southwestern Ontario. I don't recall. My apologies. Yep. You did tell me the name. It's a smaller town where Linda's from, if memory serves. Yes. I'm your host, the Daily Beat of Pronoun Speak. Yeah, we need to be brilliant. And please thank you, those to our podcast, Comic Talkers, the Pepper Master, the Misty Mistress Corbett Coach, and FabianPero.com. I do not know what I'm doing, but show me app for you today because I am without apps today. That's okay. That's We're going to be moving a little three. bit. I've got so another. Oh, I've got another guest that's going to join us shortly, a bit of a surprise guest. Oh. Going to help out with hosting duties today. All right. Um, seriously. How was your this morning? Uh, surprisingly good, actually. Uh, when you consider that yesterday I was in an incredible amount of physical pain, head to toe, uh, I, I, and I, I wasn't feeling, you know how usually when you're feeling ill, you have all over body aches? Mine, I think, is just father time catching up with me. <laughs> along, yeah. with, uh, along with the old injuries coming back to haunt me from my days of athleticism as I was a... Uh, pretty serious, serious. I was pretty serious about the hockey I played. I was never that good because obviously I never went on to earn a living doing it, but I loved it. And uh, there's a part of me that does miss it and I would like to get back into it, but I'm going to have to ease back into it. You're supposed to get in shape to play hockey, not play hockey to get in shape. Although I'm a goaltender. So in my instance, it's going to require yoga and a lot of stretching. Never miss an opportunity to stretch. <laughs> Yoga is the big thing. I think it'll help with my, my spinal flexibility. My hips are very flexible. My, my issue is I've got a very stiff spine because three lower discs are starting to, to uh, degenerate and calcify. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wilding, uh, why don't you start us off this part? Yeah, them. Sure thing. I don't know if you happen to see the fact that I'm just, I'm looking at it right here. And, and it's amazing the amount of people looking for Vladimir Putin right now. And I'm wondering if they're all bots or if they're paid. But they're stumping for Vladimir Putin because of the interview that Tucker Carlson just conducted in interview, conducted in, in yeah. Kremlin in Moscow. And the interview is basically a puff piece. He interviewed hard-hitting questions like those that are delivered to Pierre Polyev by any of the favored media outlets he chooses to use. And a lot of people are coming to Putin's defense because Putin says, in the war of propaganda, it's very difficult to defeat the United States because the United States controls all of the world's media. Look, the United States does not control the world. It's just a unit exporting culture. Correct. You got to remember there's an entire United that has their own independent newspapers, India, China. None of those are controlled by the United States of America. Now, the U.S. has been slowly uh, infiltrating Canadian media and taking it over the last what, 15 years, thanks to Stephen Harper, selling off and allowing the selling off of Canadian media outlets to U.S. ownership by having a larger stake, 60% or higher in some cases. 
and that of course allows them to control the narrative and in which case it is very often a right-wing spun narrative because the chatham asset management which is the hedge fund that controls post media is largely a gop related and funded christian right-wing evangelical pile of shit is what it is because there's nothing christian about anything they do they just want to control you and control the narrative so Putin's right in the sense that it's difficult to defeat the U.S. on propaganda. But this isn't anything anybody with an ounce of sense didn't already know. Correct. Come on. This is not yeah. news, people. So people yeah. coming in and stumping for him, it's just disgusting. Yeah. And then I see all the work are to the on yeah. the parliament and all these people. Oh, my God. Mentioned on that, uh, it's work as credible, yeah, right. So, well, we have this whole well, whether or not they're real, not that's up for debate. The other thing, too, right? Online is not real life. No, every no, morning when I wake up, first thing that I need got on my block 12 porn bot accounts that have gone decided to follow through while I was sleeping. Yeah. Hello, Russia. All these people are like, oh my God. First of all, one, are you even yet? Two, mm -hmm. are you an actual person that actually went down the rabbit hole or pollute our sites in this market? Because, well, they do exist. There are actually people who are paid for soldier souls. Yes. Like, literally. Spreading this, like a content online, whether they believe it or not. And then you get the people like like the dad was trying to they were trying to pull down the rabbit hole. Fortunately, no people there get it back. But one of these strategies is to try to because they know there are more of us than there are of them, they have to try to keep themselves more of them than there are of us. I think so it's kind of narrative inevitability. Inevitable that there are don't really, oh, yeah. don't fight it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And they get to check out or not pay attention because they love that this is a strategy. That's totally what, the, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And you're absolutely right. They're, these are people who sold their soul to the highest bidder because all they want is money. Or they care else. nothing about the damage that's done. They don't care. It doesn't concern them. Maybe. I mean, you just look at that Danielle Smith, right? I, I'm not sure if you have access to my timeline. The video I posted is for Danielle Smith. Okay, yeah, I, I know it. Let me see uh, if I can find it here. Yes. And Mr. Grizzly, they play it. Makes you wonder, well, gee, Danielle, what happened to you? This would have been a Danielle before after. Take back Alberta, got her plots in there. Now, we know what she got on her end of the deal. Because she was a player who then put burger parts and then went back to a career in broadcasting. And all of a sudden, even though she was rejected, suddenly got plucked out of the wilderness. And rehabilitated. 
And now there's a whole slew of people online that are saying that, oh my God, she's an icon. What a great thing. Gee, Ontario, we need one. It's like, hey, Danielle, when you're done with Melbourne, but just like Danielle was born smart later, Danielle's too. Yeah. What's your 24? Was not always Daniel's. I have her from 2014. Here it is. That we need to find a balance. Parental rights and with religious freedom. I think we need to also respect that in the case of these mature youths, this really is a case of life or death for some of them. We really do have a number of youths who have nowhere else to go if they're not accepted, their community not accepted in their home environment. And it's a very cute, confusing time to go through puberty at the best of times. These kinds of, well, I respect that we need to find a- Sorry, it just repeats itself. So she went from being this um, libertarian who she's, is a libertarian. There we go. Couldn't get that to shut off. She is a libertarian. She has the Sumerian liberty tattoo on her arm. She went from somebody caring about children to, uh, to somebody who is going to tell children what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. There's another quote of her too that I would look at. I, what's that? Well, that one, another one as well. Uh, I have to write the article he wrote about the telephone survey. That Nell made her announcement. I know her. Find it. Yeah, I'm trying. I don't see it here, though. Has the pictures up at the scroll. But in there, there's another, another clip of her from the legislature during that famous speech. He's talking about uh, it. Who, in that clip, just talked about mature making decisions and fight and this was in the context of fighting for GSAs and anything that they don't have making it mandatory to participate straight lines uh, that you would have or permission of parents basically out your basically this in Alberta no you don't need parents but you do have to inform them that you're doing clever language because inform the parents of doing it smack across well you're not going to inform them that takes permission in other words say well, no permission doesn't matter you don't know you just have to inform them it's yeah. And that's right up there would say, hey, don't use blockers, but only after. Yeah. The law allows yeah. you to use blockers. It's just not. The, the law allows you to join. There's no permission for the person. You ask for permission, but you elect them. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, but yeah, in that way, she's talking about all the children have our ability to make these types of decisions 
work like or the like for example so your parents you can decide that at six mm-hmm. or when relations for your 18 as well well in- they're also life altering decisions the legal age of consent in Canada is 16 if your partner is within two years of that age. Yes. So either exactly. 14 or 18. And at the time when she said it, it was 14. That's right. Or changed the law. Yeah. And at, at the time she said it, the, the legal age of consent was 14. So at, at that time. At that time. And this sounds icky as can be, but this is how the law was. At that time. I could have married a 14-year-old girl because she's not a woman at that age, even though she probably could conceive. I could marry a 14-year-old girl because that was the age of consent. I believe... Plus today. Yes. And she she needed uh, parents' permission, I believe, to marry at 14. But legally, it could, could have been done. So here's how the law... This is why they changed the rules because I could have married a 14-year-old girl, which is ew and we could have every conceivable possible imaginable style of pornographic sex you can think of completely legal because you're married however the way the law worked if you took a photograph of it you've just committed a crime yeah because she's minor i'm like yeah that law needed to change for a good reason because really 55-year-old man marrying a 14-year-old? That's disgusting because she's a No, no, they're probably, Oh, but are you all there? No, it, now the law has changed. But back then, I oh, could back have. Then. Back then, I could have married. At my age, I could have married a 14-year-old. That's what I'm saying. And, and again, you could have every type of conceivable, imaginable pornographic sex you can think of, and you've done nothing wrong unless you take a picture of it, in which case you've just created child porn with your spouse that's why they changed the rules that and amongst another a few other things why they changed the law which was a holdover from 150 years ago yeah 14 year olds would marry 20 year olds all the time back then it was not it's not uncommon back then like 150 years ago it was quite common you were of birthing age Get out, get in there and be a broodmare. You needed children to help work the land, work the farm, take care of you. And you probably had a lot of children because most of them weren't going to make it out of childhood. Right? They, they'd get measles or mumps or rubella. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that kind of happening right now with idiot people who've decided that vaccines are bad because... A former playmate on Facebook said so. How is it we live in the most informed time in history with access to all of the world's knowledge right here in the palm of my hand? Every piece of knowledge on earth is available to me right now, live. And yet we live in the dumbest time. The dumbest yeah, time. Like, like the Hango leader works in college. This, this is true. This is true. I like that. 
you have anything else? There's a couple of different things here I'm trying to pull together. One of them, actually, I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to run, I'm going to run this video. Uh, a friend of mine sent this to me, and I thought maybe we can help somebody out here. This is a woman in, uh, let me just see, Carl, she's looking for her brother. Uh, let me just run this video. It's a woman. She can introduce herself, and we'll, we'll just watch this. Uh, it's a TikTok video. Good morning, TikTok. Um, I don't normally post a lot on TikTok. I'm not TikTok famous. I'm not an influencer, but I'm reaching out because I need your help. I need TikTok to do their thing. My brother, Matthew McGrath, he goes by Matt, has been missing now for 21 days in the town of Carlton Place, Ontario. We have no new information. He was last seen leaving his apartment in Carlton Place, heading towards downtown. Downtown Carlton Place is a small town. Please keep your eye open. Share my TikToks. Stitch my TikToks. Duet my TikToks. Tag any influencer you know that has a huge reach. I would never come on here and ask for help unless I'm desperate. Our parents are gone. It's just I. Begging for your help. I need to know he's safe. I need to know he's okay. I need to get him around. Again, I'm not an influencer. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not popular on TikTok. I'm asking anyone and everyone anywhere especially in Ontario, Canada, to share his picture. Could be anywhere. We don't know the situation on why he left or how he disappeared. He was last seen on foot. He does not drive. This is his missing poster. Please look at his picture. He's about 5'10", 150 pounds, tall and slim. He's got bushy hair, blondish gray. Normally does not wear a ball cap. He loves the Montreal Canadiens. He's a big sports fan. He may have injured his back, so may not be walking correctly. He's a smoker. We don't know if he has money on him. He's wearing a leather coat that's brown, jeans, and black sneakers. I'm asking the face the TikTok world, Facebook world, to please share, no matter where you are in Canada or the country, just...
if you saw him anywhere or have any information, please call the Ontario Provincial Police at 1-888-310-1122. Again, my brother's name is Matthew McGrath. He goes by Matt or Maddie. He's 52. We just want to bring him home, please. That's pretty heavy. Oh, I think Mr. Beaver is frozen. Can you hear me, Mr. Beaver? Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, you're back. That's really heavy duty. I, Mohan was asking about the picture. I will do a screen grab and post it to my Twitter. So if anybody wants to go and grab it and reshare it, please. I'll do that as soon as I can once, once, we're, once we've wrapped the show for today. So that's pretty heartbreaking. My friend Janet Lynn sent that to me, asked me if I could help out. I'm like, of course I'll help out. Let's just, this woman is just heartbroken that her brother is missing. So let's see what we can do to, uh, let's see what we can do to, um, Make things a little bit better if we can help out. I hope it turns out to be a happy ending, but that's really questionable right now. That's pretty heavy, but sometimes that's just how the world is. Heavy. I'm not sure. Hear me? Yeah, it's cutting in and out because I think you're getting into a bit of a dead zone there. There are some dropout zones. Yeah, your signal's almost off. What I'll do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull you for a few minutes, sir, and I'll watch your signal and I'll bring you back in. Okay. And uh, joining me in a second here, we have another guest. Oh, look at that. And your headset. Slide over towards me a little bit more. I'm blocking. Tight spot. I know. Okay. Here, put this here. Headset on. There you go. There we go. Oh, I got to hang on. There you go. You're not allowed to put me on mute. I had to have the microphone muted before you joined. <laughs> Raising the roof on a Friday morning. And the hair. I, I know we're talking about important things, but can I talk about my hair for a second? Go ahead. So just lean here, here. Let me get you in frame a bit more. We'll just adjust like that. There you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you, James. I usually, when I wake up in the morning, I look like Rod Stewart slept in a dumpster and my hair is very big. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything. And I said, well, I'm just, Paul, I'm just going to try to look normal before I come on to the camera. And he's like, you could just put on a hat. I'm like, thank you. You would. I said hats are options. That's what I said. <laughs> I guess I could, but okay. Fuck <laughs> okay, it, it's Friday. We're very spicy this morning, <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, waiting for Mr. Beaver will join. Come back in a few minutes once we have once we have a better feed. I, I did want to, sh to to share the the best alarm clock I've ever seen. You're, you're gonna get, you'll get a kick out of this. Yeah, it is. A, it's a bald guy thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see if I can get this to roll. Here we are. Best alarm clock ever. 
That's the best alarm clock ever. Awesome. Let's see if we can get Mr. Beaver. Look like you got a signal again. I'll bring you back in and we'll see if how you're sounding, how you're looking. Let's see. Oh, we got you got to squeeze in. I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. Yeah. I'll do it's too early in the morning for squeezing. Wait a bit. I'm not ready yet. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Give us a minute. I'll bring you back in a moment. There we go. You can see the bit of the green screen because I'm standing in front of one of my lights now. So it's taking away from the perfection that I normally have. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen lights on us to try and get this lit as well as possible. Green screens, as you can tell, require an awful lot of lighting effects. Here we are on a Friday morning. And I've got you in, in, in a kitchen chair, not a, I have an office chair, but if we brought that one in, it would be too big, I think, for this space. Yeah, no, this is comfy. Okay, good stuff. And I, Linda, I wasn't sure. Were you saying that Paul would rock a fedora or I would? Because I'm going to go get one because I can't look at this one. I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> Could you grab me a coffee while you're at it? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Thanks, babe. Very kind of you. Very kind of you. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll worry about that later. No, no panic indeed. Mr. Beaver, give me a nod in the green room if you are ready to go. Oh, he's frozen. Looks like, yeah, it looks like we're, we've got another frozen. We've got a frozen beaver. Nobody wants a frozen beaver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never heard that one before. According to James, Bridget is Cindy Lauper's bastard. Okay, she'll take that. Oh, and she's wearing my hat. It looks really good on you too, actually. Yeah, no, it looks really good on you. Although I don't know what you're going to do for headphones. You'll have to put them back behind your neck. Oh, yeah, here. This is, yeah, I've got a story we're going to share here in a second. Uh, Mr. Beaver, it looks like you're good to go. Are you good to go, sir? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay. So. Look, I'm there. Oh, Douglas, your hat's so lovely. Yeah. We'll have to go like this because yeah, if, well, I, if I do this, yeah, it's, it cuts you out and there's just not enough room in the frame. So we'll do this for today. I could read his lips though. And he's like, girl, you look good. And I'm like, dude, you look good too. <laughs> so the, the, this story has the other clip you were talking about, sir? Yeah. The, the link you sent me, that's got the clip. Okay, hang on. I'll open that up. Okay, yeah, I see it. All right, I got it. Give me a sec here, and I will bring this up on the screen. And we will share with you Danielle Smith and her words of wisdom. Oh, it looks like you're going under a bridge there, sir. I'll bring you back in a moment. Yeah, because we're losing your signal. That's what happens when you're on the road. So have a look at this. This is Danielle Smith in 2014. Regarding Bill 10, an act to amend the Alberta Bill of Rights to protect our children. At the age of 12, a child, if they've got a split home, can choose to live with mom or dad. So we recognize that a child as young as 12 can choose which parent they want to live with. At age 14, they can choose to have sex, as long as it's within somebody who's uh, within a close age to them and not somebody who's in a, a position of authority over them. At age 16, 
they can become emancipated from their parents, making higher education decisions on their own. So there is, with these children, somewhere in the age of sexual maturity, somewhere above the age of 14 when they're in high school, where they really have the ability and right to be able to make their own decision about the kind of support that they feel that they need to feel accepted. And that, to me, at the age of 12, so that's, uh, let's see, I can bring Mr. Beaver back in. He's got a good signal again. I can monitor your signal in the corner of the of the screen so I can tell when you're dropping in and out. So before you even freeze, I can just, yeah. I'll keep my eye on it from here. So that way you can still there have a, a good, uh, yeah. Although did, I don't know if you saw James's comment here. I'm going to put it on the screen because it's, it's really funny and I think you'll get a kick out of it. Oh, where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Okay. I'm not going to read it out loud. <laughs> you, I, oh, I oh. you guys have frozen on my screen. Oh, okay. James's comment. I'll read it out loud then. Every time. I got dumb it. There you go. You see it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. This is a good one. It's a funny one. Write I, it down. Write it down. I just like a question answered, which was, uh, sorry, I can't remember who asked it about how many people on the, are on the bus with you, Douglas. And I'd like to know, can anybody hear this? <laughs> no, he's got earbuds um, in. So nobody, else. Yeah. nobody else can hear Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that that clip was uh, very interesting. Now, and uh, there seems to be some uh, articles out today saying that uh, I guess people are starting to ask who should be suffer of that story of that person. And she assures us that she has consulted why, but for some reason, nobody she has consulted stepping that, yeah, that's true. And she does not have it. At least based organization, medical based organization, whom she has led to what to produce proactive. I wouldn't I would ask that this other private now it should be able to say that it's on the Yeah. And she has this organization that has a long history track record providing successful services. That's just. I don't know if she consulted life, but sure. But then again, she said a lot of things. She says a lot of things, and a lot of them are garbage. <laughs> and pulled from the her team. And I know it's so easy to call there. <laughs> It is, and I'm really fighting to not do it. I'm really trying to hold back this morning because it's Friday and we want to have a little bit lighter day. We've had a couple of heavy days this week. Last week was a heavy week. Holy, holy crap. So, yeah, let's try and keep it a little lighter today if we can. I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if, I don't know if it's right for us to do that. What do you think? I think we have to talk about the hard things, and we also have to take a break just to bring some joy back to our hearts so that we can keep, oh gosh, I'm getting like, so that we can carry on because we can't dwell on the hard stuff all the time because you'll burn out, right? Yes. That's very right. true. Yeah. Very true. 
your bias. I agree. That's why we start to balance it out a little bit. You know, and break some uh, some news that Carol recall. Oh, since we're one of that slide, Scott, their Juno Award nomination came out for a couple of days. Oh, yeah, I haven't I seen I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. You should probably bring them up that way you can get a, a couple of kudos. But the way I found out about it actually is uh, through a leader of the opposition, Susan Hall, and she had put up a little clip of her talking, wearing a hardware store like that in front of her. She was talking about her candidate. And out of the blue, Maestro Crack Wex popped out. Yeah, he's in St. John. He moved to St. John during the pandemic. Yep. Just popped up and announced uh, to them that he had just found out that he had got the nomination for Judo. That's how I knew that they were out. They were guessing what category, the most unlikely category to suspect. Country. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I think country would be pretty unexpected too. As well, again. Did you know that? There's a TikTok Juno Fan Choice Award. Yes. And some of the nominees, I'm I'm sorry, but I've never heard of. Actually, most of the nominees I've never heard of. I guess I'm getting old and not spending enough time on TikTok. Shub, Shub's on the list. DJ Shub? I think so. I don't know. I don't know who that is. From Tribe Called Red. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I formerly Tribe who, Called Red. Yeah, I assume that's who it is. So we got her single of the year, Confetti, Charlotte Cardin, Always Daniel yeah. Caesar, Pretty Girl, Era. I can't read that. <laughs> a Little Bit Happy Talk and Greedy from Tate McRae. Okay. Greedy. International What's album. Hold on, hold on. What's that? I, I posted Greedy on my, my Twitter uh, a couple of days ago for the show. I okay. did not song this until the NHL all started. Is it garbage? <laughs> or at the NHL Arsenal, it all started on the ice. Apparently, yes, but the people were like, it's the other events that she went there. You watched the video. First of all, greeting so right? right now, the Rick's uh, pretty saucy. But Gray was on sleep the United oh. States Burger a while ago. What are the, I think, the, what are the first ones ever? on the show but now since she danced the whole thing she can really dance and you can really see it in that video but if you watch she starts off you know driving as a boat and never has hot hair been made so damn that Kate? video is so damn Canadian and, and that's Kate McRae and Tate Tate McRae yes and the songs are total bang I've never heard of this person have to listen worth the time. Um, okay. I've been like dancing in my kitchen and my office, in my bed, where the last four days I So Tate McRae is 20. She's up for the Juno TikTok Fan Choice Single of the Year for her hit song Greedy and Artist of the Year, where she is up against Charlotte Cardin, Daniel Caesar, Laura Spencer Smith, and Shania Twain. She's been nominated for 12 Junos since 2021. Wow, so she started young. Yep, yep. And she was actually performing at the Billboard as well. Wow. I, how have I never heard of her? I know. I, I well, Maybe there was one song that... We're old. Well, just when That's I went what back... I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. 
when I went back and looked at her catalog, there is one song that I had heard before, but I, uh, but it was popular about years ago where, uh, all I want to be. She's got everything that I don't care. And I just want to be like that. If you listen to radio, probably, of course, we'll need to every year, but I just sang. So I thought, oh, first, I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen this video before for that other song. Well, so she has been around for, I think, this might be she's been two weeks before I pull out. Yeah, that makes sense. I just want to apologize, Douglas, if I if I cut you off because I can't hear you. So I might say something that has nothing to do with what you just said. I I, I can't figure out. Let me have your headphones what, for a sec. What I wanted to I want something like if I seem like I'm cuckoo bananas is I'm You'll know apropos why. of nothing. But <laughs> I just wanted to to thank Donna because this is on the this relates to country and prairie and because there's a lot of yeah. prairie folks that are fans of the, the show. But Donna said, I like your earrings. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the woman who made them, lives in my neighborhood. But we both have roots in uh, Manitoba. And her name is, her creator name is Mischief. Like she's Metis, but she spells it Mischief. It's really okay. cool. So she posted these and I just messaged her right away. And I said, what are they? She said, they're inspired by prairie grass. And I said, well, I have to have them. And I'm like, can I, how can I get them? And she said, I live about two blocks away. You want me to just come over? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. That so when we start talking about living in rural Manitoba and things like that, and it was just such a cool connection. So I did wear them on purpose this morning because I um, just wanted to shout out to the prairies and this incredible artist that I got to know. Very cool. Very cool. Let me try your headphones. I'm trying to figure out why you can't hear Mr. Thanks, Beaver. James. Let me see, sir, if you could, if you could speak for a minute, just so I can hear you. Oh, we've lost Mr. Beaver. His signal's dropped off. I lived, to answer you, Hugh, I lived outside of Brandon, but I went to school in Brandon. And yeah, I think, Cassie, that's why we get along. I know this. So I used to take the bus in, I have some pretty wild stories about being a kid in, in rural Manitoba, taking the bus in. We didn't have rules on the bus. <laughs> We had a bus driver, this is documented, but he lost his sanity and he started running train tracks. Like he would be driving us and we'd all be like, we'd have a boom box at the back of the bus and we were like listening to Quiet Riot. And then we're like, it seems like Mr. Kuiper's driving really fast today. And he's, oh yeah, I think he's going to run the train. We were just like, no, it doesn't, I guess we'll just turn up the music and hope everything goes all right. That's true. He that's, got fired, so it well, all worked out. Well, it's pretty scary if you get right down to it. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> and my, my, where we waited for the bus, I would walk down to the end of the road, and some of the farmers that lived nearby made us a shack out of hay bales. So you were warm. I don't know if it was safe, but it was warm. Yeah, you, you, you spent a lot of time outdoors in the winter when you lived on the prairies, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Sometimes it was not that you're choosing. No, it was not always great. There was uh, some difficult times in my childhood when, anyway, I got sent outside to play and not allowed back in. But I did have a really awesome snowsuit. It was army green, all one piece. Nice. Very warm, very stylish. <laughs> very 70s. Oh, I've no doubt. Yeah, because you were born in, what, 1973, right? 
72, yeah. 72. Oh, yeah, because it was December just before. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you do remember the 70s then? I do. I'm surprised I made it through. <laughs> <laughs> Put on your seatbelt or don't take um, peanut butter to school or don't play lawn know. darts. <laughs> Ride a bike without a helmet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to the neighbor's farm and shoot a gun. Was, at cans. I, I read a thing I read a thing the other day online it was like how the millennials said don't mess with Gen X and here's why and it was cute because they went on about how you have to understand Gen X they don't say anything they're quiet they're in the background but you do not mess with them because they've basically been on their own since they were seven they learn how to cook full meals at eight they were their parents through in the summertime their parents said get out of the house at seven o'clock in the morning don't come back until the street lights come on if they ate anything, it was at a friend's or neighbor's place where they may have gotten a sandwich if a parent was home and made them something or the, the house was unlocked. We drank out of garden hoses. We played lawn darts. We swam in places that were not safe to swim in. We rode bikes without helmets. We used to, remember doing this, bunking? So in the wintertime, you'd grab onto the back of a bus bumper and let oh it pull you goodness. along the icy streets. Or we'd grab onto the back of a pickup truck with our skateboards or our bicycles. Yeah. How are we still alive? We have to talk I, about tetherball. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, Doug. That's I'm cutting you off. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. I'm Gen X, but I ate five hours, five meals. <laughs> and I went to the grocery alone, get back, I grocery alone, and I didn't come back with only <laughs> Can you hear him there? No, but that, I can read his lips. Okay. Five meals. You could cook five meals. No, when he, yeah, when he was five. That's incredible. Five, yes. Yeah. I have mad respect for that. I have no idea why you can't hear him. Okay. Does anyone, so I remember one of the meals I had, I don't know why I remember this, but it was like just at someone's house, everyone's hungry, a couple of kids were like, oh, there's a Sarah Lee cake in the freezer. <laughs> that should do it. It's just no plates, just eat, we ate the whole thing. Delicious. What Linda says here, we rode in the back of pickups at full speed down dirt roads. Yes, we did. This is legitimate things we did. I don't know how we're still alive. Yes, yeah, I'm so and jealous. Dr. Ryder <laughs> Can you hear him now? No, but that, we're just swinging it. Uh, I don't know why. So it's Cassie weird. and I are the same age. That is so cool. And I got to look at horses because they were near where I lived, but I was so jealous of girls with horses. I'm just like, they're basic. I'm not going to say it. They're like 2,000 pound vibrators. Yeah. Well, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, uh, I read that in a, in a novel. I didn't make it up. Someplace. It's just fine. Maybe the wrong headphones. <laughs> Here, you need to use these. Hang on. We got the chat going. Delicious. Sometimes you don't even have to cook the cake mix. You can just eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Little petty kid I was. The lid was off. I'll stand a chance. 
<laughs> I figured out why I didn't have the headphones plugged into the right mixer because I have three mixers in front of me and one is for plugged into a different computer. The other one is to run more mics. So I just didn't have her headphones. Like, why can't you hear? I turn it up. Oh, that's why I haven't plugged her headphones in. And you know what one yeah. of Paul's favorite yeah. things is if I try to touch his equipment. Like if I like Don't do that. Don't don't touch that. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Actually, I beg to differ because I don't know. I had you don't know this. I do have a radio background. Yes, I know. Okay, well, but you don't know is. this equipment. I know a mixer. Yes, yeah, you, okay. you slide it up or down, louder, quieter, louder, quieter. Yes, I worked it's, at. It's I rocket had surgery. I had a a shortwave radio show in Costa Rica. This is true. It was the Feminist International Radio Endeavor, Fire mm -hmm. for short. It was at the University for Peace, and I had no idea what I was doing. And they said, "If you show up, you can have a show." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll be there." Three buses later. <laughs> and they stick me in with them. I had no idea. And technology is not my strength. I'm sure that's obvious. And uh, it was the coolest thing ever. I don't know who listened, but. It was an international a shortwave radio show. So people could have heard you around the world, right? hundred countries it went to. Oh. I was terrible. I'm not going to lie, but I had fun. You, you didn't. You did it for the experience, right? Yeah. And I was 19. So I was just like, woo, why not? <laughs> Yeah, I'll do some, I'll do some of that. Let's do some of that radio. Let's do some radio. <laughs> James, I hope you're not giving me a porn name because that's a terrible thing. What? Jesus Bridget. Uh, Jesus Bridget. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Mr. Mr. Beaver's signal is back, so I'll bring you back in. Oh, he's, Sorry, he's laughing. I've been laughing ever since he was catching his equipment. <laughs> I could do it, it. It didn't occur to either one of us either, right? I'll do it again. I'm sorry, Mother. Oh my gosh, is your My mom watches from time to time. But they literally just walk right into them. But we do it with innocence, right? Yes, I know that's why it's so funny. I am so sorry, Paul's mom, if you're listening, because one time we were in this car together and I just reached in and turned down the stereo because I couldn't hear an effing thing. And he called his mom after to say, you're never going to believe it. Said, but I'm still going to go out with her. She's good for you. Oh, a little bit of control. You don't understand. You don't touch the man's car stereo. <laughs> she just reached up and turned the volume down. I was like, who does that? <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Hi, Mr. Gibson's mom. <laughs> I'm not responsible today. Today it's on me. <laughs> yeah, this oh, Linda. Linda's hit it. I feel like we started the pubcast a day early. <laughs> it's okay. It's Friday. It, it's Friday. We're trying an experiment here with Mr. Beaver, who is on the road, on the highway, literally on the highway, on his way to Ottawa to join us for the pubcast tomorrow. He's got some stuff to take care of, some business to take care of in the city here, doctor's appointments and such. So yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow we'll do the podcast. I'm, I've got almost everything ready to go for it too. I picked up some more stuff. 
So transporting it is even easier. I bought a flatbed cart. So I strap everything to the flatbed cart, four wheeler, because the other one, it worked great. It worked really well. The system that I had, especially the, with the new recent edition of more cases, but it's really heavy and hard to carry. So I thought, you know what, why don't I just buy this? It's a hundred bucks. It's a good investment. I'll strap everything onto it. Boom. No problems. And I can carry more gear, uh, gear if need be. Yeah. And I, he does let me carry gear. Oh, after the last podcast, oh. he said, can you carry this? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I was walking behind him and I said, do I look like your assistant? Do I have to walk behind you? I said, next time I'm going to get a clipboard and be like, I'm going to pretend to be the assistant. Like, yeah. Um, walk around with a clipboard and look in. Yeah. I'll be his rep, his PR. I'll call you my TA, production assistant. I'm going to need more coffee, stat. Okay, let me write that down. Oh, here, I got one. Somebody just sent this. I don't know who sent this. They didn't send it directly to me. They just sent it to the feed. It's this is funny. I'll, I'll show you this video. We'll run it in a sec here. This is somebody says, conservatives, the bots. And uh, here it is. Let's just have a look at this, shall we? There's no sound. But it's conservatives releasing the bots. This is guy on a bicycle. Look at all these phones. My goodness. Like, how do you see where you're going, man? Look at that. What is he? That is, com I don't know. I think it, I don't know where it is. Somewhere in Southeast Asia, I think. Definitely not in North America. You'd get arrested for even trying to pull a stunt like that, I think. I love what you said, Linda. So true. That's just, there's just too many screens. You've got more screens yeah. than I got tabs. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of phones. That's let's say that conservatively, those phones are 300 bucks a piece. That's a lot of money sitting there. <laughs> so he must be generating income and he's not a young gentleman either. We don't see his face, but uh, he's, he's not a spring chicken as we're saying. That was my WC fields. Now I know there are tons of people watching this. What the hell is a WC fields? Well, there's this thing called Google. If you put it in the Googler, you'll find out. There's a lot of people how, who have stolen from W.C. Fields. Matter of fact, um, oftentimes it was thought that W.C. Fields and Winston Churchill were almost one in the same. Because <laughs> they both consumed copious quantities of alcohol on a daily basis. They looked similar and they said a lot of the same things. But W.C. Fields came from the vaudeville days, for those of you who don't yep. know. You can look them up. You can look them up. I think we're losing a bit of your feed there. Can you hear us, sir? Yeah. I can hear you, yes. But I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I'm yeah there's a bit of a delay. So uh, I'm looking at a thing here, and I don't know how much we're going to get into this today, but it's questionable. What's happening, for those of you, I'm sure you're quite well aware that Bell Canada or Bell Media just chopped 4,800 jobs yesterday and they're selling off 47 radio stations. Now, here's a question for somebody in the legal profession, because part of their license to broadcast, they have to provide local news. That's a requirement of their license, but they've cut local news right across the board. Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto were the only places that will have local noon and 6 p.m. news. 
The rest will be right out of Toronto, right across the country. And actually, I think Ottawa and Montreal are getting the Toronto noon feed. I could be wrong. But here's the thing. I just realized something here. It says local news cuts at Bell come after it was granted $40 million in regulatory relief. Heritage Minister Pascal St. Honge. Let me blow this up so I can see it a little bit better. Yeah, there we go. Pascal St. Onge is accusing Bell Media of breaking its promise to invest in local news after the company was granted more than $40 million in annual regulatory relief. That's the same amount the company says its news division, which includes CTV News and BNN Bloomberg, is losing annually. Facing $40 million in annual operating losses, Bell Media is cutting 4,800 jobs amid across-the-board cuts at parent company BCE Incorporated, which has a higher overall operating revenue than a year ago. This is all about returning uh, for money for the shareholders. That's all it is. And of course, the bonuses. Uh, what, what did the uh, CEO earn last year? I think his salary is $900,000 and another $14 million in bonuses or something to that effect. $14 million, Or it might have been thirteen. Either. What's a million between friends? This is just beyond the pale. And apparently I'm not supposed to say that. Somebody said, Beyond the Pale is a racist, bigoted statement. And I, I don't know how that is. Apparently it is. And if it is, I apologize. But I don't know how that possibly could be. But then again, there you go. You learn new stuff every single day. And I did learn that a little while ago. But I'm trying to curb myself from saying it. But I can't remember why it's supposed to be such a bad thing. Eh, it is, though, I'm told. So if I'm understanding correctly, Bell put $40 million on local news federal yeah so i think they're probably in violation of their licensing uh, agreement with crtc it's saying uh, here's the, here's a good one the company is laying the blame for cuts at the feet of regulators and policymakers but saint Onge says the government has worked to help the news industry and at some point companies have to chip in too the Liberal government's new online streaming act came to, into effect last April and abolished certain licensing fees, which St. Owens says will save the company some $40 million a year. So this is all about padding the pockets of the shareholders and the board members and the CEO and some of their underlings. Because if they got, if they've saved the company $40 million and the company's, we lost $40 million, we just saved you $40 million. Uh, and the company was granted $40 million. So isn't that $80 million? $40 million in savings, here's another $40 million. That's $80 million, but you cut the news because it cost you $40 million. The math is not mathing here, folks. This I'm thing not, stinks. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if they paid $40 million on top of Was it $40 million on top of That's Well, it's not it the, is the, here. The licensing regulation? The company was granted. Well, it says the company was granted more than $40 million in annual regulatory relief. Yeah, regulatory relief. Yeah, it wasn't $40 No, they saved them 40 and gave them 40 If I understand. To the $40 million that, saving. Yeah, I, the wording here is a little difficult to understand, but it yeah, says facing $40 million. million relief. Belgium, the right operation that they had. Yeah. Oh, so, that's, you know, just wondering. Do you think? Okay. So they said they were facing 40 million in annual operating losses. So they're cutting 4,800 jobs. 
but they were granted 40 million in regulatory relief. So this again okay. is all about greed, nothing more, yeah. nothing so, yeah, more. That, that's what it is. The, they were granted $40 million in cash, but what they were done is this is about the problems on cash. So they changed this that they had to, mm-hmm. it's a, they're offering us by, by $40 million by being changed the laws of regulation and then they don't care now we have that 40 million dollars towards that they decided yeah this is greed nothing more this is really bad i think it's possible they could lose their license over this or at least be up for review because they are in violation so here it is i've got the numbers right here so bce bell canada enterprises uh, CEO is Mirko Bibic, appointed in January of 2020. He has a 10-year 4.08 years. Total yearly compensation is $13.59 million. $13,590,000, comprised of 10.3% salary and 89.7% bonuses, including company stock and options. He directly owns 0.002% of the company's shares, worth $1.1 million. Sorry, I'm just saying bye to them. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. President of Bell Media earns $900,000 base salary. Wade Oosterman, meanwhile, who serves as president of Bell Media, collected nearly $4.88 million, $4.88 million in total compensation last year, including a base salary of $900,000. So why don't we just pay these two greedy bastards their salary, get no bonuses, we'll put the bonuses back into the company, into the employees who make the fucking company, and that $40 million you were saved in regulatory fees by the federal government with the program they came up with. This is greed, pure, simple, and plain. Nothing yeah. more. It's all yeah. it is. But oh. on the upside, uh, anybody know about buying the radio station? Uh, I understand a lot of them have been bought up by smaller independent companies. I don't know how many, but I heard something to that effect. See if I can find my source here. A sold rate? I would definitely not have a problem. That would but It's very expensive, but. Well, not that well, I don't. Canada, but in the United States, it was that. Radio number, they bought them. Show like Alex Jones, Rush Limbaugh, yeah. 20 plus, or very, very professional. Yeah, I heard something to the effect that, that uh, 45 stations that they're selling, uh, I'm, yeah, Bell Media to sell 45 stations to seven companies in as part of a major restructuring costs i don't know the names of the companies let's see why does that not work properly my screen i normally keep everything at 125 percent. for some reason it's gone to 100 i don't understand that bell chief legal and regulator officer robert malcolmson told the canadian press uh it's a significant divestiture it's because it's not a viable business anymore we will continue to operate ones that are viable but this is a business that's going in the wrong direction Here's the best part. A friend of mine sent me a thing earlier today. Bell, which is selling off 45 stations and axed 4,800 people, operates its radio division under the iHeart Radio brand. Hmm. 
can we say irony? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Don't you think? Vista Radio is buying 21 stations in the province of BC. Maritime Broadcasting System Limited will acquire five stations in New Brunswick. Arsenal Media will purchase seven stations in Quebec. Stations being divested in Ontario are being split among four companies. Whiteout Communications Group Limited, which will purchase four stations in Hamilton and St. Catharines. Durham Radio Inc. buys three in Lindsay and Peterborough. My Broadcasting Corp. gets four in Kingston and Brockville. Zoomer Media buys CJOS FM Owen Sound. No terms for the sales were disclosed and all are pending CTC, CRTC approval. So there's a list here. What I'll do is I will put this uh, link in the chat for anybody who is interested in, in reading about, because I'm not going to go through the whole thing. There's a lot to read here. <laughs> but it's telling the names of the companies that are purchasing the stations, which stations are getting purchased and uh, who's going to help out. So 4,800 people lost their jobs, but Will they be rehired under these new companies? It's tough to say. I honestly don't know. I guess that remains to be seen, to be quite honest with you. But I do find it interesting that, well, we have to cut the news division because it's costing us $40 million a year and we're losing that money. Here's $40 million. Yeah, we're still cutting it. It's greed. Greed and nothing more. That is it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Yeah, saying there, forty million dollars getting the job guarantees. Little very simple part, and I like you brought that up. Thanks. There, like forty dollars, forty million cash through regulatory times. Thanks. I don't know if I can, but I never remember it anywhere until more federal in my entire lifetime. Yeah. It's, it's never happened. Yeah. I'm not sure what the reason for that is. I'm not sure if it's legal. Yeah, this seems to me that saying that you're going to have to cut jobs is going to happen. Get the help. Jobs. Yeah, it's all very suspicious. Cassie here, don't a lot of stations use outside programming instead of local now? That is true, but they do, as per their licensing agreement with the CRTC, they do have to provide a certain amount of local news. So I don't know what's going on. Like a lot of, you might have a local morning show and then the afternoon and all that until they get to the drive home is usually from somebody somewhere else. Yes, please, darling. Someone somewhere else usually has that. Like our friend, Laura, who we interviewed a while back, Laura Manella. She works for, I think, three or four stations. My buddy John works for, I think he's got five different shows on. Now, the shows that he's doing are, are largely uh, on U.S.-based stations, but all from here in Ottawa. And I think he has three or four in Florida alone. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. That's another thing, too. Hugh's stating here, AI doesn't require benefits or a vacation or uh, and. There's a lot of videos that I see online now that are beginning to frighten me and they're frightening me because they're using AI voices. And here's why it frightens me. I ain't got nothing else, man. (laughs) When they put me out to pasture because I can no longer do my day job, this was what I was relying on. If they replace us with AI, 
I'm trying to do, trying to get my narration stuff going through Audible so I can narrate books. Trying to get to some people to, to, to grab onto the ASMR stuff. If that all gets replaced with AI, I, what am I going to do, man? I'm, I'm, I'm out of opportunities at that point. So it's a little bit scary. It's like, I'm not going to be able to go back into construction at 65. It's just simply not a viable option. I don't know. That was translation for me. I especially bilingual. Oh boy. I knew it. And it's, I knew it and I, I said it and guess what? A friend of mine in Toronto, I haven't chatted with her in a while, but she's, we met via Twitter through a mutual friend years ago. And I'm going to, I'm going to post this. It's at Laura online on Twitter. And let me show you what she just posted here. And then we'll look at the story as well, because holy Hannah, I said it and guess what? They're doing it. After announcing the job cuts, Bell said it would push ahead with a more generous dividend payout to its shareholders. Oh, oh. And let's take a look at the story. Oh yeah. Look at this. Bell Media and the political crosses, crosshairs as heritage minister calls job cuts extremely disappointing. Profitable, profitable firm announces 4,800 job cuts, hikes its dividend payout to shareholders. I said this would happen. And it is. It's happening in real time. Bell's decision to lay off thousands of its employees, including hundreds of journalists, has drawn the ire of the federal heritage minister who said Thursday the telecom giant has broken a long-held promise to deliver quality local news. Speaking to reporters in Parliament Hill after Bell said it would slash 4,800 jobs, Heritage Minister Pascal Saint-Onge said, said past governments allowed the company to consolidate media and buy up local TV and radio assets in exchange for a commitment to maintain these services. In the past decade, when acquisitions were allowed by these big companies, it came with a promise, Saint-Onge said. Today, they backed away from that promise. Saint-Onge said it's not like Bell is teetering on the, teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. They're still making billions of dollars. They're still a very profitable company, and they still have the capacity and the means to hold up their end of the bargain, which is deliver news reports. I'm going to put this link to this story in the chat for those of you who are interested. Look, th th this is really scary what is happening. 4,800 people suddenly have lost their livelihood. Yes, they will certainly get a severance package. What we don't know. And will it be enough? Probably not. There are people who will leave radio altogether and never come back to it. There are probably some decent journalists out there who will just walk away from this altogether because they're like, I just can't do this anymore. It's all very troubling. It's all very disturbing. And again, it all goes back to the almighty dollar. It's just greed. They said it right here. It's in print. They're going to increase their shareholders' dividends. Eh. <laughs> James got a good comment here. Hopeful those severance packages won't impact the dividends to shareholders. <laughs> hey folks, you want to invest in a media company that's concentrating on giving you local, uh, local stories? Hi, here we are. You know how to send us money. You just scan the QR code up in the top left-hand corner i guess is it no right hand yeah left-hand corner way up over here somewhere you scan that and that'll help us out so we can continue to give you local content amongst other things this is what we like to do 
We're here to try and bring you some joy and happiness into your day, along with curated news stories that we find important, especially when we do what we do on a daily basis and call out liars for lying. Because we don't like liars and we're sick of them. And I thought it was um, peculiar, curious, interesting how all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Pierre Polyev, yesterday he did another press conference and he was in British Columbia this time. So he went from Ottawa to Montreal to BC. I don't even know what he's doing in BC. I think he's having another self-aggrandizing narcissist ego stroking rally. rally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is, but I don't, let me see if I can find that story. Okay. There's his Twitter. Now let's see if I can find that story. Oh no, he won't have that story because it made him look bad when he ran away, when he was in British Columbia, he tried to control the narrative and in doing so, it just made him look really bad. Here's Pierre. Let's see what's in there. Is that the right feed? <laughs> Acts the facts. Pierre Polyev has accomplished nothing since 2004. Pierre Polyev has a long history of attacking unions' collective bargaining rights. Pierre Polyev is not a medical expert. He's not a scientist. And he attacks journalists. I, I just... I, I'm trying to find the interview from yesterday that went really off the rails. And I can't seem to find it. Alas, that's okay. We'll dig it up for next week. This is a slightly different topic, but I'm just watching the chat. About three people at least have said they would be correspondents. Speaking about local news, Cassie for Manitoba. Yes. Uh, Hugh for Peterborough. Dan for Ontario's farmer community. Hugh, I would love to know sometime what you think about the encampments in Peterborough in that area. One of my kids is thinking of going to Trent, and I think it's a really interesting city because there's a lot of wealth and there's a lot of a lot of poverty and people uh, living on precariously housed or in the encampments anyway that's my political statement for today soon i'll go back to sarah lee okay. hey <laughs> uh, sarah lee nobody does it quite like sarah lee is that is that how it goes sarah lee I don't remember. I remember seeing the commercial years ago, but it's been a long time. Now, I can't seem to find that interview clip. I'll dig it up for Monday's show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have to dig it up for Monday's show. Oh, it looks like we lost Mr. Beaver. I don't know if it was a battery issue or if he just lost his signal, but he's gone completely from the feed. So it could very well be just a tech glitch. I don't know. Oh. It all depends on where, what part of the highway he's on. And I, I misspoke, Dan. I could, so you're not representing farmers, but... Uh... No, Dan's in downtown Toronto. I knew that you lived down. Anyway, people do urban farming. You could cover that. No, urban I just, all of the local politics that you speak about are super interesting. So yes. so great if you were a local correspondent. It's something we're going to, we're working on. There's a few different things. We've got some pokers in the fire. It's just trying to get everything together and it's operational at the same time. It's like, I, I only have a limited budget to send out equipment across the countries. Yeah. We're working towards stuff. Mm, I, could do, I wouldn't mind doing it. I live in, I have to admit, I love my community and it's quite, uh, there's a lot of good things, socially progressive things happening there too. It's also a very bougie neighborhood. So I could do reporting live from Westboro if anyone wanted me to. Do the, West, do the Westboro report as if um, 
Okay, what, so what's happening in Westboro today? So, well, Bridget, what is going to be taking place in Westboro today? I'm not really sure because I have to first, I have to go to my yoga class. But uh, then I'm going to get a kale smoothie. And then I might read the news for five minutes and talk about it when I go to Bridgehead for coffee with my friend. And I think we could make a lot of change. But first, I need to put on my Lululemon pants and go do a downward dog. So hard. And are you going to be walking there? Are you going to be taking the train? Are you going to be driving? What's the... Oh, no. My husband is going to drop me off in the Beamer, and then he's going to take it to the shop to get fixed, which is so irritating because we only have two cars, and now one of them is not working. And are these cars electric or gasoline? Gas. We have one gas and one electric just for the optics. See, that's the funny part because that's so much about what it is for those folks, the bougie folks who live in a part of town that like to pretend that they really care about everybody when they only care about themselves. We know this. There are good-hearted, politically passionate people. Of course. In my neighborhood too, but there's a little bit of that. There's definitely a lot of that. (laughs) All right. Why don't we, why don't we wrap it up? It's, uh, we're, we're getting onto the uh, 90 minute mark. So I think we'll wrap things up for the day. And I'd like to say thanks for everybody for joining us. It's, uh, you know, a different show today. Mr. Beaver was able to report for, uh, from the road, which I thought was cool. We could make that happen. wasn't perfect, but you know what? It was an experiment to see if it would work. For the audio version of this, I'll go in and, and clean up the sound. Oh, wait, James is asking me to wait. The, I, the young, oh, the, I don't know if I can show that video, though. If without, they, we might get nailed for copyright for that, though, James. I did put it in the chat earlier. Let me see here. Let me see here. Maybe we can use it. I don't know. It's one of those things, if I put it up, we might get nailed for a copyright issue, which is my concern. I did put the link in the chat near the beginning here. Let's see if I can find it. It's here somewhere. Hang on. Did you, how did you send it to me? I think you sent it via email. The young PP video. I can't seem to find it here. Just a second. I have my email open. I have the link here. I'll just open it in a new tab. And there we go. Okay, let's have a look at this. Uh, hang on. It's called Young PP, Episode 1. And I think this is Frank Magazine. We'll run it and I have to pull it down later. I'll pull it down. This is this going to be funny. I did watch it earlier. It is quite funny. Enjoy this as much as I did. Here we go. If you want to know where I'm coming from, you have to know where I come from. Shelly, it's your last day of summer. Go out and enjoy it. But I have to learn the student handbook. Did you know that extreme hairstyles and mustaches are not allowed? Look what a beautiful day it is. It's... Out by... Go play. Go play. If only life were that simple. There, <laughs> I played. <laughs> you understand that some people are going to be intimidated by you because of how smart you are? Or maybe they'll recognize my intellect and make me their leader. Or look after my son. Don't let him get stuffed in a gym. Oh, dear. Yeah. How about we lose that bow tie? 
Why? Hit the ground, honey. None of the other kids are wearing part. Perhaps I'll start a fad. No, you won't. Please trust mommy. Per the student dress and grooming coat. That boy's hair is too long. This boy's wearing sport attire outside of a designated area. And this girl's blouse is diaphanous, which means I can see her brazier. What can I get for you today? Nothing fun today. I need to learn how to make a friend. Oh, honey. You having a hard time adjusting to household? I'm having a hard time adjusting to Earth. <laughs> I think I just peed a little. We might get a copyright violation from that. And well, I'll just take it down if that's the case. It's not a big deal. I can always edit it out later. It's it's entirely possible that could happen. I don't know. But let's uh, let's wrap the show up so we can uh, get on with our day because I am actually working and I've got a lot on my plate today, uh, along with a bunch of editing I got to get done for the last day or two. If you look to the corner here, that's our TNEB coffee page where you can um, send us a donation if you like. You can scan that QR code and you can just donate whatever you like. And we appreciate all donations. And because we do have the ability to have Super Chat now, you can even donate directly to the chat. And if you scan the QR code covering the both of us right now, that is, that'll take you directly to our pod page, podpage.com backslash to North Eager Beaver, put a hyphen between each one of those words and that'll take you straight to our page. Sponsored by the Ray Girl, the fabulous Ray Girl, who has offered to sponsor it again next season. So we're pretty excited about that. And my goodness, that's an incredible amount of generosity because it's, it's not cheap. So we really are thankful for that, Ray Girl. We do appreciate you. We do appreciate your efforts and your sponsorship. And we're looking for more sponsors, of course, because we are trying to grow the show and, and equipment, as anyone knows, is expensive. And every time I think Bridget comes over, I have a new piece of gear in here. <laughs> I'm not making that up. It's really true. It's like, good Lord, man. And when he's not looking, I just... That's why I have to reset everything all the time. That's not cool. Not cool at all. So if you want to, you can scan the QR code on the bottom of the screen. That'll take you directly to the pod page. And if you scan the QR code right over here that I'm going to point to, which is right there behind the mic here, right there, right underneath the mic, underneath, yeah, there you go. Let's see if I can, there we go. Underneath the microphone, that'll take you to our coffee page where you can donate if you so want to do that. And while we're speaking of donations, the greatest nation in the world is donation. Did you know that? You ever heard that before? No? Oh, come on. Donation. Greatest nation in the world is Donation. That's from a movie from the early 90s. Joe Pesci and Canada's own... Oh, he just won an Oscar for The Whale. Brendan Fraser. Took me a second there. I wanted to say Ryan because there's a million Ryans. But there's no. Brendan Fraser. So if you want to donate to that QR code, that'll take you to my AS ASMR where I, where I discuss mental health and how I'm feeling in a soft, soothing voice on a different microphone. This microphone, to be specific, this is a studio mic. These are broadcast mics. The sound is different because it picks up subtle nuances in one's voice. And I hope you enjoy it. So if you ever want to join in on the ASMR Mental Health Chat, Monday evenings at 9 p.m., uh, occasionally I miss it because life gets in the way, but you can scan that QR code if you like to donate to that fund. And that fund is the one that keeps me operational. So I want to say a donation. Yes, exactly. Whoops. Donation. Oh, James, 
Mm. There you go. You got a fan club. More Bridget from now on, please. Oh, thank you. And missed. You're asking if I'm okay. Did I? Do I not? I do I not seem okay. I'm probably just a little tired. <laughs> my brain is. I have to say, my brain is in two places because I'm hosting a gathering this evening for my beautiful youngest kid, and so part of my brain is I gotta get home and I gotta do this and I got to do that. So thank you for asking. I'm feeling good. I, I set up a whole karaoke system for her last night. We, we tested it out. We sang a few songs and uh, I have to head over there for 6.30 PM because they got to get their laptop plugged in and set up and make sure everything works. And uh, they'll have a good, I'm sure they're going to have a great time. I have no doubt they'll have a great time. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And I'm only staying, like we're setting up the karaoke, getting them. Sean, this is how up. it works. And then we're out. And the food will be set up and then I'll be like, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah. It's a good day. So, you know what? We started the show in the traditional manner, but I didn't ask you the question, my darling. How is your mental health today? It's actually, it's really good today because I got, we got everything sort of set up last night for the gathering and I had some really good work news yesterday. So yes. earlier this week, I was feeling a bit anxious and underslept and there were some shenanigans in my life. but. A good sleep and time with all these good people this morning with you. I feel good. And we and, and the other thing we did last night was I recently uh, set Bridget up with some new audio equipment so that she's got a, a nice sound system in her bedroom now. And we tweaked, the, uh, we tweaked the living room sound system. And we sat around listening to music for a couple hours last night. And, and I'm not going to lie, I was mesmerized because I, I had an idea in my head when I was assembling this mentally. Okay, here, I'm going to do this. I'll do this. I'll tweak this to do that i'll add this power amp in so you'll have a lot more power but you don't know how it's going to sound until you actually sit and listen to it and last night we did a, a critical listening for about two hours if not more mm -hmm. and both of us were hypnotized and mesmerized i was just blown away by the sound quality i honestly this is what i do for a living and i was blown away by it and i was hey you did good kid you did good me being the kid it was really good and Miss, you're right. Sometimes I do have sad eyes and sometimes I'm just like, thinking about too many things at once. But thank you for your concern. I really appreciate it. Yes, anxiety is the worst. Uh, it's absolutely the worst. Terrible. Uh, depression is horrible on its own right, but I personally find anxiety to be much worse. Much worse. There we go. Maybe we can have more Bridget on uh, Friday night show sometimes. Thank you. I would love that. That's Well, that's... You know, I don't know if, is, is James, are you doing a, uh, a casual Friday this evening? Let us know. Let us know in the chat. All right. We're going to wrap it up and we're going to head on out and hopefully everybody will uh, be able to join us tomorrow because we will be doing the, uh, true North eager beaver podcast. And let me just see, is that the, that's the, there we go. Let me just run the promo trailer. Welcome to the place where everyone knows your name, where everyone's your friend, where good times are had by all. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a beverage and enjoy our company. I know we'll certainly enjoy yours. Welcome to the True North Eager Beaver Pubcast. Once a month, we gather at the Lieutenant's Pump at 361 Elgin Street in downtown Ottawa, Canada's capital city, bringing you joy and happiness all day long. So join us for some joy and happiness tomorrow.
all day long. The plan is to go live at noon, run till four. Uh, sometimes we start at one, sometimes we start at noon. It all depends because there's a hockey game tomorrow. They've got a lot of buses. So it could get very loud around 4.30. So we figured we'd cut out at four so that you'd still be able to hear us before it gets excessively loud. You'll be, you, are you coming by for that tomorrow, babe? To be honest, I'm not sure because it's, there's a lot to do today and then mm -hmm. probably catch up on some work and clean my house after the gathering. But I'll definitely be watching and yeah, I'll be definitely enjoying the chat as always. All righty. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to our sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. Our title sponsors and our founding sponsors, we'd like to thank them because they've been with us from day one. They actually joined us before we even had a single product out there on the air. So thank each and every one of those fine folks. We do have a couple of new ad, uh, sponsors. Ray Girl, of course, sponsors our pod page. We do have a new sponsor joining us, I believe, in Munich. I'm not quite sure about that yet, but I'll get back to you. You'll see the ads. You'll hear about it once it happens. But between now and then, I hope you have yourselves a wonderful weekend, and we hope to see you tomorrow. So the words of wisdom today are, if you're feeling good, Sit in that feeling and enjoy it for as long as you can, because sadly, sometimes it can be fleeting and nobody likes it fleeting, right? Nobody likes it fleeting. Okay. Hope to see you tomorrow at the podcast. You take care. Bye. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and the Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. We are grateful to the Cryer Media Network for its support, Pete Jarvis for our artwork, and Paul Jones of Something for our opening and closing sequence music. all right i'm fully mic'd up over here and over here all right this is a good time hey babe how you doing taking photos of me are you while i'm broadcasting cool all right so that's it i'll hopefully see as many as you as possibly can join us tomorrow should be a good time looking forward to it take care we'll see you then bye <laughs> The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. 
Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.